Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite podcast of all time. That's right. It's the Triforce Podcast, Woo! and we're all here. Hurrah. Oh, my back. goodness. I we had a summer the, vacation. The stars a long have one. aligned, and for the first week in what feels like I months. I think it's five weeks. It's we been are, like five weeks. The three of us so, are actually here. So what's so, been happening? Oh, there's so much news. Yeah. There's so, so much, much news. So much has happened in our There's lives. almost so much has happened that I can't even think of one thing that's happened. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed with thoughts of happenings. So it's, it's been a busy old summer, friends. The big thing was you doing TI. That, uh, was, the that was my for big Dota thing. 2. That was, yeah. yeah that was man, did they, get, did they get Jim Henson to do those puppets of you guys? Because that was crazy. He's dead, dude. I know, but like he's got like, um, you know, people. He's got also, people, he's right? A, he's a ghost. They it, preserved his legacy. They his did. And, and I, stuff. Your, they, the person that did them used to work with Jim Henson, okay? So, I knew yeah. it. Like, it, and, and you she, could just tell. She works for Valve. So she oh. suggested oh. to Valve, hey, you know what we could do? So, so for anyone that didn't watch TI6, which was the big Dota tournament, $20 million tournament, you've probably read about it and seen it and stuff like that. Whoa, was it $20 million $20 million, yeah. Shit. First prize, I didn't the team watch got like eight point something. Oh, dude, it was amazing. It was the best, oh, the best TI ever. Like, hands God. down, everybody agrees, best TI ever. Who so, won? Wings, Wings Gaming, the Wings Gaming. So they're a right. Chinese team. Uh, okay. We we had another conversation about how terrible the team names are, and they are pretty bloody awful. But, the um, Wings, the Wings Gaming. I mean, that's. Do you that's remember amazing. that sitcom called Wings? Yes, so about the pilots yeah. at the airfield and everything. That's yes. right. Yeah. Um, which was also it was pretty bad, but uh, terrible, oddly yeah. popular. But uh, the um, <laughs> so the tournament's going on, and they say to us after a couple of days. We want to do a special thing with you guys one of the days where we'll cut back from the game to the panel. So it's like, you know, our panel, like a sort of, uh, you know, the way on the sports show, they have like the desk and all that. Cut yeah. back to that. And instead of being you guys, you're going to be replaced with, with Muppets and with, with professional puppeteers. And you'll hide under the desk, continue to talk as normal and just pretend it's not happening. Just have a regular conversation, but it'll be with, with Muppets. So you can see this segment. Um, it's on YouTube and everything like that. It was great. It was it was yeah, unbelievable. It was I saw that the, those puppets, like the lady that made them, she she just had to do it from photographs. So she they gave her a load of pictures of us, and she came up with these muppets. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was fantastic. I met my my puppeteer, and nice. it was one of those things that I just think I don't see how you're going to top this. Like with with an with a TI seven, like I, I don't know what else they could do. Did you ha did you have to do that thing when you met your puppeteer, where he's like he had to spend the day with you and get to know the ins and outs of you so that he could adequately puppet you no yeah. she, she met me for five minutes and she did a great job that was it we like chatted a bit nice. she was like oh this is weird and i talked and she sort of moved the puppet along with me while i was talking to the puppet that was weird. whoa really yeah and i was like that's wow. fucking awkward so it was just yeah. live it was just 100 percent live they just had to keep up with whatever we said so they just had to get to know our voice and then once they had that that they were yeah. fine so yeah it's, it was, like, it was it's really like weird. speech patterns and stuff yeah. right they try yeah. to like gauge your flow or whatever it and was then... it was something else the tournament itself was Wouldn't amazing it be weird right if your puppeteer turned out to be a sort of a lookalike of you as well, like just by sheer coincidence, yeah. and then you had you and was the a female as well of you, and then, and then you again, me again. God, that would yeah. be weird. Yeah. And I really turn weird, around, yeah. it's like that bit in uh, Being John Malkovich where he goes into Malkovich goes into his own head, and all he sees is oh my god, is Malkovich's. So it'd be like that. Yeah, Malkovich, Man, that Malkovich. Film. Malkovich, Malkovich. Malkovich. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that film actually. I, mm, thought it I was, did too. I, it was good. I remember it. Yeah, it's a good I thought one. It was a fucking weird film, but I liked it. It was a really Very weird Very dark. Yeah. It started off as kind of goofy. It got super, super dark. Yeah. And then Sir Action Sachs had his sock puppet. He did, thing, which, yeah. So, I mean, that was hilarious because I guess they hadn't planned for Sir Action Slacks to have his own puppet. Oh, no, that, um, was, that was planned all along. It was planned deliberately yeah, to yeah. not give him a puppet and the, just make he's, him a sock puppet. Because he's kind of a goofball. 
you know, they he had his own puppet and everything. That that was it. I mean, but she made it like it was a professionally made made sock puppet. Sock puppet. But um, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, That's I love slacks. I think. I think. Do you know what? Like, yeah, Ti was great. You know, I've I've known for he was brilliant for three years that you and slacks are like the kings of of um of doing it, and you did it. You did it great. So professional. Thank you. Exactly what it needs to be. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, yeah. From me too. Like, I think you're you're really good looking. Uh, you're like in really good shape and stuff. Thanks, and sexy. Really nice. Thanks, well, I was watching Ti really for round, a bit and and smooth. It's like this moment where time stood ball. still, <laughs> and then Dreamweaver started Guys, playing please. in the background. Stop sucking like, my balls. Watery eyes and stuff. <laughs> I was like Dreamweaver. <laughs> I believe. When you came back, you were like totally drained, though. Oh right? God, it was two weeks. Um, yeah, so I came back. Intense. I spent like three days, four days feeling still jet lagged and shitty and I couldn't sleep. So I'd be up till like four, four thirty, and then I'd wake up at like midday and then I'd think, shit, how am I going to get rid of this jet lag? And then we went away at the weekend, went down to see the kids because I hadn't seen them in like three weeks. So I went down to see them and then came back and I was like, I was, I was thinking just before we went away, can I stand the idea of going to an, a hotel again? Uh, and I thought, I can't. I need to be at home and just relax and get everything, you know, just get my head right. Whoa, wait a sec. Wait a second. You got back from being away for two weeks to a house with no kids in it? Oh, I know, dude. It was a, it was the dream. Holy it was fuck. amazing. They're down with the grandparents. That is incredible. Damn. They're still down with the grandparents. <sighs> Shit. I know. They literally spent a month either. They were at the house, grandparents looking after them for two weeks. Then they went down to the, the coast with the with the grandparents so they've been with my mom or, or Mrs. F's parents either way for like the last month. Men. So they have not. Yeah, it's it's been something else. Next summer, that is that has to be the thing for my family. Do it because it's great. Holy shit! This summer, this is like the first summer vacation that my sons had. Like because he like he finished nursery, right? And holy shit, you get you really do get used to them being at school and like when they're home all day. And not at school. It's like, wow, it's, what the it's fuck horrible. am I supposed to do yeah. now? They get oh, bored. Man, it's really intense. Yeah. They, like, yeah. they're really bored. And unless, yeah. I mean, what I've, I've always thought is, wouldn't it be amazing to just live on a house by the beach where it's nice weather all the time? Yeah. And when it's summer, you just open the back up and the kids just play. Boom. But, you know, you can't do that. You live in London. You open the back doors. They're bored in 10 seconds. So it's like, I, mean, I mean, we we kind of have that, and it really doesn't work that way at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you open the back doors, you're like, hey, go outside. Like, no, I want to. <laughs> We're bored, oh, play with me. Yeah, no, yeah. playing with no. you hurts my soul. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to say. Oh, it's so what true. Have you played with kids? They're the worst. They're the worst. Well, especially with small kids, because oh. their their idea of having fun and playing is so fucking alien to adults. It's, it's, it's like, not what? fun. It's, it's not very repetitive, no. weird, intense. Like, and don't sips. Do you get this? You have to do it the way they tell you. I know. No, that one's the princess. That one's the king. Yeah, and don't like, touch each other. Shut up. Just play the fucking game. Oh, let, let's get some dice out. If I roll a 20, you can't speak again for 10 minutes. I'll put the egg timer on. That's the <laughs> kind of game. to you two? <laughs> it's like that was with, with books at night, too. Like when you read them storybooks, because there's always a couple of books that they have that aren't really oh, books. And they're bad. They'll, they'll, they'll be mostly sticker books or something like that right. with no story. And they're like, yeah, let's read that one. It's not even a fucking story. Yeah, like, let's no read story. something good. It's just a right, safety we, manual for an electric fire. Why are you obsessed yeah, with this thing? Yeah. We've got like this golden opportunity to read something cool. Mm. And like, what are we going to do? Just look at stickers? That's fucking. Oh. Sucks dick. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, let's word. crack open Game of Thrones. Let's crack yeah, open let's Anna Karenina. Yeah, Game of let's... Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. That's what I do. <laughs> War and peace. Like fucking hell. <laughs> I put, oh all, I put all their favorite books on a very high shelf and all my favorite books on a lower shelf. So when they're looking for a book to read in the evening, they can only reach the books that you're happy to read them. Nice. Boom. I'd like to see a picture of your, your favorite bookshelf for, for reading with your kids. What is it? Oh, it's no, they, they, I mean, it's still just kids' books, but it's just that some of them are garbo and some of them are actually quite yeah. good. So, I mean, they've, oh, I they've got books that are just awful. Like, the story... It, but kids don't have any taste, is that no. what you're saying? And they're just like, they just like one picture. Like, this is the way kids will be. You'll have a shit book, but there's one picture in the book that they really like. So they'll read the whole book to get to that one page. And then when you get to the, their little hand will appear on the book like, wait, 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 just let me check this picture out again. <laughs> <laughs> Love that picture. That is something else. They really... 
They got that. That that castle is something else. Whew. All right, carry it's, on. It's crazy, isn't it? Like yeah. like my son did this too. We we had this book. It was just like a baby book, and. It had uh, different pictures of things like that you'd associate with going to bed, right? It was like one of those like typical baby books where it's like, let's get ready for bed. And then on one page, it's like, let's brush our teeth. And then on the second page, it's like, let's put our PJs on and stuff. And then there's this one page where it's like, let's get our teddy bear ready. And even when he was like six months old, he'd see this page with the teddy bear on it. And he would just like, he'd just crack up laughing and like get all like happy, but like no other page in the book. So like we... It was really funny. So like every night we would just read him this book and he would laugh at the same page every time. And my daughter just started doing that too. It's the weirdest thing. Wow. Like it's a completely different book, completely different like theme and pictures and stuff. But there's one picture in the book where she's just like, <laughs> she just like goes crazy. She just loves it. It's really weird. They are strange. But it carries through when they get older as well. And then it turns into like a fascination with pornography and stuff. I think so. you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure what age that kicks in. It's like later I'm not on. Not sure you've like, reached yeah. that yet with with the four year old. Yeah, but that's why they. This is why they send kids off to camp. Certainly, I was sent off to camps and things oh, yes. in, in, in the summer holidays. You know, Man. for weeks and weeks and weeks. I was not briefed on this this thing about. Like, I didn't think I could send my kids away on a camp. Now I'm like, oh, shit, we can send our kids away on a camp. Yeah, next dude, summer. do it. Like, that's what, Fuck. like, last... Uh, I'm tempted. Here's what I do at half-term. There's, like, a, a, a half-term club near us. The kids go in there it, it, from nine till six every day what the fuck the whole two weeks i'm like get yeah. him out of the house so they go there they're like swimming they're doing crafty stuff oh they're doing my God. And after after two days they're like i love it here there's always something to do and i'm like yes so that's it i remember my dad and my mum used to drop me off at the brentwood leisure center okay wow. And uh, they ha- would have these sort of summer activity days, you know, and you, you'd go and you pay your £2.50 or whatever. And, and you put, we, you know, I'd just be left there for the whole day. And I got to know Brentwood Leisure Centre so well. You know, I played, I played squash in the morning and then we <laughs> did some like, you know, crappy hockey in the afternoon. And then we played, yeah. you know, played outside or, you know, you, you did stuff. You did, they had activities for you. Yeah. And man, I remember. Wait, did you go every summer? I went, I must have been from, I can't remember what age, but I guess from sort of six through 11 or whatever, every summer, yeah, I went to these activity camps and stuff every day. Man, um, my, my parents were weird. Like, they were never consistent. Like, I, I went to a summer camp one year and never again. Same. And it wasn't because I didn't like it or whatever. They just like, I guess they just thought that it, it didn't work or it was too expensive no, or, or I, something. No, it was the same. I only did but summer camp weird. once. I, yeah. I, so I went to this summer camp called Camp Abernaki, okay? Yeah. And, oh my um, God. Are you, this is a true story. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Camp so this, Abernaki. What a name camp, as well. Camp Abernaki. So I bet they had a song as well. It was out in the sticks. So I, I was in the suburbs. I grew up in the suburbs. Did you um, have and then, sips? Did you have to do portage to get there? No, there was no portage involved. No, it was okay. So out in this, like out in this sort of like remote little town or village, um, this area called Cumberland. Okay, Um, it was like it was probably like twenty minutes on the bus, like on a big yellow school bus. They pick you up at your house like early in the morning and drive you out to this place. And it was at like this Cumberland Community Center, which was also. Uh, a, ho- a hockey rink, okay? It was a huge hockey rink there too. But it was during the summer, so there was no ice or anything. It was just all, it was all concrete. So you could play floor hockey and we played floor hockey a bunch. It was like a, an all day thing. But the, the things that I remember the most about it were that A, the tap water there stunk of eggs. Like it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so, it was so fucking yeah. weird. Okay, And there were wasps everywhere. You had to eat outside for whatever reason, I can't remember why. We had to eat outside these picnic tables and literally were swarmed by wasps like the whole time. And it was awful. And then, so you went there every day and you do shit like arts and crafts or sometimes you play hockey. You know, sometimes there was like hikes through the through the woods because it's like, you know, this remote area or whatever. Uh, and then at the end of it all, for the last big whiz bang or whatever, 
you went camping overnight with everybody, like from the thing. Yeah. So it was like, you know, it was a big mix of people, like kids and stuff, all all on their summer vacation, whatever. And you go camping in this huge field. It was like it was like Glastonbury, sort of. Like it was just like this big empty field. And you went like on a haunted ghost walk and then back to your tent and then you went to sleep. Yeah. And it was just so shit. It, God, I would never want my kids to have to go to that. Like, it was just terrible. I, I can appreciate that it was cool to, like, have your kids, you know, like, go to this place and maybe do this fun stuff or whatever. Maybe I found it fun when I was young or whatever, but, man, it was it was, it was. I think, I mean, the, the thing is with any camp or sending your kids to something is that I'm sure there'll be people watching this and saying, it's cruel, how can you send your kids away? You should value every second. And, uh. But the thing is, they yeah. get super bored. I know, really I know, but like easily. the people that and say you, they that. They say, I want to do this today. And you, they do it for five seconds, then they get bored of it and they want to do something else. And like, if I pay someone else to deal with that, they're trained professionals in entertaining children. Yeah. Brilliant. And for some reason, they fucking enjoy it. So I'm like, great, have my kids. You find shit for them to do. And they'll be like, Hey, let's go in the pool. And the kids go, yay. And then after an hour of that, they go, I'm bored of the pool. They go, okay, kids, let's play with a giant parachute. Yay. I don't have access to all that shit. I, I know. Like, I, I think like people, I, I, yeah. especially people that don't have kids, they're very idealistic, aren't they? When yeah. it comes to kids, they yeah. have like, you know, they say that's cruel and stuff. But the fact of the matter is, is that kids are such fucking hard work and yeah. so intense that you do actually need a break from time to time. And like, it's true. You, you, you're not, you're not, it's, it's, I think it's more cruel to your kid for you to be completely burnt out and worn out all the time than, you know, just to send them away for like two weeks to have fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not you're not actually providing them with any means of having fun or whatever. If literally you're miserable because you haven't had a break from kids for like a year oh, it's or tough. whatever. It's tough. It is super tough. Yeah, it's super tough. But, you know, like it, like people that say that will say that and they'll be like, oh, you know, it's cruel and stuff. And then, you know, they'll just go like fucking watch movies until they're blue in the face and do something <laughs> that doesn't involve kids. And that's yeah. good for them. <laughs> I, but, yeah, I, I would never send know. my kids to boarding school. I do think that is no. a bridge too far. Like, I still want to see them. Yeah. I just don't want to be with them for six weeks, day in, day out, having to think of something to do every single day. Yeah. And the, you know what the other thing is? When you're with them and you can't think of shit to do, and you're just like sitting there watching Star Trek, and they're like, oh, I don't want to watch Star Trek. I'm like, please, just want it. This is a classic episode. Sit down and watch it. <laughs> and five minutes in, they're bored out of their minds. I mean, I feel guilty after like 10 minutes of me not being able to entertain my children. I think, man, their brains are decaying in their heads or, yeah. you know, they're going to grow up thinking Beverly Crusher is is like, a, you know, like they're, they're going to grow up obsessed not with Star attractive. Trek. Yeah, they're going to like... Be- totally wrong. Yeah, exactly. They're going to think, well, Deanna Troy is, you know, she's just a con artist. They're, that's what we're going to grow up thinking because they don't understand what Deanna Troy does. Yeah. <laughs> it's tricky. Sorry, I just she doesn't understand. They don't understand the impact Deanna Troy had on a young man. Who was it? Someone said to me that if you watch the show, if you watch the show with in mind the idea that Deanna Troy has tricked her way on board and actually doesn't do anything and is just like has figured out how to con the captain, that it improves the show endlessly. Oddly enough, sci fi is re showing the entire series <laughs> from start to finish, and I've been doing that, and it's ridiculous. And a retired. Wait, Deanna Troy was just meant to be sort of like the, you know, the like. Well, she was, she was like a doctor, right? She was meant to be sort no, of like that's Beverly Crusher, you know, like the feel good. I know, but she was she was like like a like a psychologist or something, but right? You Deanna know Troy, like she was meant funny, to be like, but she's not funny, and all she says is the most obvious fucking thing possible every time. Every time there's a, there, I watched this episode. I think it was called like God. What the hell was it called? It's like a time slip episode. So it starts with them playing cards, like Beverly Wharf and uh, Data and Riker. And they're playing poker and they gradually over the course of the episode, they start to have this strong sense of deja vu to the point where they know what card is coming next. And they realize... Oh, is that the one where the Enterprise yeah, like blows up? And then, all hands are bad Yeah, and as soon like, as it blows up, it restarts and they're back. And they're back. It's like a Groundhog so Day or something. It's yeah. like that. And it was a really, really, really good episode. This is Deanna Troy's... This is what she does in every episode. When the enemy ship... right? They're, so they're at this, this weird thing... And it's not an enemy ship. The ship comes out of the void and starts heading towards them. Just before that happens, when everything's getting really tense, everyone's like, whoa, what's going to happen? She says to the captain, we should get out of here. We need to leave now. I'm like, yeah, no shit we need to leave now. I'd say to her, get the fuck off the bridge. If you're not going to do something <laughs> useful, get out. 
Like, she's useless. <laughs> and the number of times they bump into an alien and they look like, hmm, Captain Picard, no, we haven't seen the people you're looking for. And she leans over and she's like, I sense that he's lying. Deanna, a <laughs> child could sense that he's lying. What is your job on this vessel? Will you stop Beam her out, Worf. Beam her into deep space and fucking leave her there. Useless. She's a con artist. Deanna's only job, the only thing she needs to worry about is looking great. And you know what? She does it effortless, effortlessly. She just turns up. <laughs> you said she's got, effortlessly. I, was, I, was, I, I struggled a bit. Because actually, she does it effortlessly. I can feel the juices flowing. I'm thinking about Deanna. I'm thinking about her Starfleet uniform. And I'm just, the juices are flowing. Oh, yeah. I can't even pronounce she's, words she's anymore. Marina Sirtis. I'm feeling lightheaded, you know? Like, that's it. It doesn't matter what she says. Nobody's even listening. They're just staring at her boobs. <laughs> Damn, now I'm just thinking about her boobs. It's the it's the shelf of uniform They're that exists so between well them. so well-shaped. Like, Honestly. Yeah. Where the boobs are, then the uniform is, is like a shelf between oh, them, like it, a bridge. Her uniform is unique because it's kind of like velvety. Did oh. you, you, you notice? She'd it's be like soft to the different touch. color. Soft it's and like warm. a cat suit almost. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, I bet right. you she smells amazing. Oh. Well, two things, right? If you think Deanna Troy's boobs are a big deal, then Seven of Nine is obviously next level stuff. It's too masculine. Unbelievable. I'm thinking of the episode now where Deanna and Beverly Crusher are working out in their lycra. In front of a big mirror, they're doing like aerobics Don't. exercises Don't. whilst the conversation goes that on. I'm thinking the, act- the actresses must have said to the director, "Come on, dude! Like, th- just leave this to the slash fanfic writing nerds out there on the the early internet. Do we really have to do this?" He's like, "Yeah." It'd be yeah. interesting to see like like a history of like the ratings of that show, though, because like who knows? Maybe they actually <laughs> did that on purpose. There's like, "Yeah, we need a bit of a boost." It's the, yeah, maybe it's the Christmas ladies, period. We ladies, want more I people. I need to- a favor. The show's tanking. We're going to have to do an exercise scene, ladies. We're going to have to we go got Lycra. big titties. Titties, I want every episode. <laughs> titties, titties, titties. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Princess Leia and her metal bikini. That was like my, that was my first crush. For me, I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, Princess Leia and metal bikini, that's pretty cool. But, man, it, Deanna Troy. Yep. And mm. close second, Beverly Crusher every time for yep. me. Wow. I don't know why. It really? was like She's like a yeah. total, total Erica Eleniak on Baywatch. That was my first poster girl. Like, I actually had a poster right. of her that I got yeah. in, a, in a magazine. And I was like, good God, this woman is perfect. She, her bosoms, maybe even topped Deanna Troy's. And I'm not even kidding. And I look at pictures of Erica Oleniak now. And it's like when you look at the things that you wore in the 80s. Obviously, this doesn't necessarily apply to you guys. I look at the clothes I used to wear when I was a little kid. And I think, holy shit, that is so weird. And now I look at Erica Oleniak, who was on Baywatch, the same way. I'm like, God damn, she is so weird looking. See, I'm a bit younger than you. And for me, we went through this previously This on one of the streams recently. I was talking about this with Tom. And mine was Willow from Buffy. Right. So yeah, Alison uh, Hannigan. I, I, I was a, a bit older. too old for Buffy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really like I remember, Buffy. Remember Alicia Silverstone from Clueless? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. She was fucking... Uh, like, I don't know what she looks like now. And Christina Applegate on oh. uh, Married with Children. I think actually yeah. Christina... Christina Applegate was like what was like my first oh, I think watching in Married order with to children. cool this conversation down. I know it's getting red I'm hot. I'm gonna take a cold oh, shower, shit. gentlemen. I gotta take a break for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Give me 20 so. minutes, guys. <laughs> Mute, muting the microphone. I just forgot I left the oven on. Uh. <laughs> the worst thing about Deanna Troy is her mother. Um, oh God! Luxana. Any oh episode God. that she is in is a that's a fast disaster. forward. I, I'm, I'm recording it's retracting them, yeah. into my body. I think the thing about her was the actress who played her was Gene Roddenberry's wife. Really? Um, oh, and that's also, crazy. I think she does all the voices for the computers in all the Star Treks. Oh God! So all the computers are done by that. Does same... she do the um, the door swish sounds too? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's totally that, that that is totally somebody just going. Psh. She does all. Of yeah. She does the, the phases. She does Man, your pew game is A plus today, Pyrian. That was some good pew. Oh, yeah. really? You like that yeah, pew yeah. noises? You should be a VFX guy. <laughs> you should. Pew! <laughs> Someone likes to like that. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, no, Alicia Silverstone. And then, who? yeah, Christina Applegate. She was oh, pretty good, Oh, uh, Jennifer Connelly in Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. I was, I was at that age, at that point, she was slightly older than me. She was, she was like, to me at that point, that my friend's older sister 
who I had a crush on. That was the the kind of vibe that there was. Oh, like she was man. this unobtainable, remember, beautiful, very slightly older girl. Remember Cindy Crawford? Like when she was like, oh my god, you, like first hit the scene. Holy fuck! That video. Oh my god, where she was on the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. what? Who is that? Was that like Chris? Chris Isaac. Chris Isaac. That's right. And she's on the beach, and I'm just like, all right, this is just. I'm just gonna loop this for the rest of my life. Oh my god, that's a great song. It's a pretty good song. Cindy Crawford was fucking great. Holy shit! You know what else is amazing too? Like Kate Moss, like in her heyday, but like Kate Kate Moss is still like pretty good looking. She looks great, yeah. And she's too skinny. She looks like an addict. She, yeah, she is a little bit, yeah. But like, if you put her up with like a younger model now, she still like holds her own, which is. Uh-huh. Which is, you know, impressive actually, because she's like holds she's her own like what mid forties now. Like, uh, I think she's forty two or something. Let's let's Google it. She yeah, you you Google that. Forty two. How yeah. did you know that, Pflax? I, I may be the president and secretary of the Kate Moss fan club. Well, she's who... from London, and Pflax is from london yeah we're both from london we know each other yeah you guys probably bump into each other all the time oh you're from london do you know kate moss yeah i do yeah Yeah, she's great you live in england do you know simon cowell (laughs) you know piers morgan he lives in america yeah those are like the two breakaway english guys or well they were now no i guess james James corden Corden is the new one isn't he fucking asshole he is have you ever seen the carpool karaoke it's pretty funny it's it's like i just don't get it the thing is you don't want it to be funny you're not willing to accept him to your life he's not I, funny. I, I find it funny though. I, I I laugh a little bit when I watch I, it. I don't like James Corden on principle though, and therefore I find it very difficult to watch his stuff. Yeah. Even though I uh, appreciate I that it is him. probably funny. I don't mind him. If someone you don't like tells you a joke, it's hard to find it funny. Laughing at yeah. someone's joke is a personal thing. Yeah, I suppose. Like you're you're opening up your legs and you're letting them in to your Whoa. body. To, I mean, sorry, I'm just thinking about. Deanna again. Well, and a Christensen and Deanna. So, I mean, what, you're, you're opening yourself up to uh, to them <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Holy Christ. Shit. Let's not go back down that. It's road still early, isn't it? It's only lunchtime. It's lunchtime. You're allowed to talk like this. Uh, after it's lunchtime. too early to feel this sexy, though. Like, it is. That's usually like late I, afternoon. To be fair, to I wake up feeling sexy. Spend the rest of the day in the yeah, same state. Yeah, me too. When I wake up and I've got. Mustard stains all over my wife beater shirt. Do you feel sexy when you wake up? I I do. I wake up thinking that I must have, you know, in the movies when they have like, you have the couple the night before doing all the sexy stuff and then it cuts to the next morning and they wake up and they're always in some cool pose. They're not just like jaw slack, drool everywhere, sort of hair all messed up and there's like still got one sock on and stuff. In the movies, they always wake up with that cool the, the the sheets are just so, and the morning yeah. breezes, and the you know perhaps there's a a bowl of flowers or a vase or whatever on the side of the bed, and the flowers just moving in the breeze, and then one of them like, rolls over yeah. and says, "You can Last almost night was smell incredible. the room; it's so picturesque." Right. Yeah. So I wake up every morning and I go to Miss Ergo, oh, I love, and I, she goes, "Oh, you stink," because it's like you know haven't had a shower yet. She's like, "Oh, your breath is awful," blah blah blah, and then Let's the fuck. kids jump into bed and they say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. "Oh my god!" No, and then she's like, "Get away from me." That's one thing I don't suffer from is bad breath in the morning. Uh, it's only like, in the morning. I, don't, I, I have I have very neutral breath at all times. No, I yeah, just I'm, don't I'm have not a smelly breath. person. Don't have bad yeah. breath, but for some reason, first thing in the morning. Um, but my kids say it too. Daddy, your breath smells like Jesus. Give me a sec, love. I haven't brushed my teeth yet. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say about me, though, is that I get really, really sweaty balls. Oh and my those God. probably stink if you were to smell them. Holy but. shit, Sips. Fucking TMI, Fred. Honestly, like, uh, the way I imagine PFLAX waking up right now, because you were late <laughs> to the recording this podcast, right? Was that you're obviously, I was hungover, you're to kind be of semi hung. Oh, you're shit. not only hungover, but I, I imagine you waking up, like, on the sofa, okay? No. Like, it's kind of a dirty, sort of green sofa with, like, a load of beer bottles on Lewis, the table. I'm not like, living you've got, in like, an outback. You've got one hand dangling out from under, like, a dirty blanket. You just okay. got, like, a mountain of empty <laughs> pizza boxes yeah, yeah, around yeah, yeah, your yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, a slice, a slice of pizza, like, on your I'm face. I'm not Jim Belushi. What the fuck? up you peel it off your face you look at it and you go oh that's still good i'll eat it then you have a little snack of it and then you like sl- like slovenly like get up off the sofa do a line of coke off the <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Jeez. Then, yeah like go I mean, into the fridge open it up pull out another can a bottle of beer 
you know, open it with like your teeth. Yeah. And just, you know, That's who I, would I don't be. even need alcohol and drugs to be a train wreck in the morning. Like yeah. it just comes so naturally it, to me. Yeah, it's, it's I'm right there. I'm like a fucking disaster area in the morning. At least my breath doesn't stink, but holy shit. Like, and the worst thing is now that I work in the garage, like I don't really do much about it. I kind of roll out of bed, eat some Alpen and then just come out here, like mm. stinking it up big time. Yeah. Like, my whole routine has changed. Like I shower like around dinner time now instead of like first thing in the morning and stuff. Cause, dinner time shower. Because who fucking cares? You know, like I don't even go out. See, so. I was slightly worried that this would be what happens to you, you know, because previously yeah. you obviously had the office at the quite nice place in Liberation Square in Jersey. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Hellier, and Postal code JE24. 3J. Yeah, well, you can say um, that because you're not address. there anymore. No, that's true. I'm not there anymore, yeah. Uh, so, you, obviously, you used to have a... It was. Did you walk in? It's like about a half an hour walk, isn't it? Yeah, it was like a half an hour. Like, yeah, 20, 25-minute walk. Quite a pleasant walk along the front. You walk along yeah. the, um, the yeah, sea. Yeah, if it's not like raining like crazy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and so you walked in. You, you went to... It was quite a professional office that you worked in. You worked at these sort of... But also, you worked right at the end of quite a few winding corridors. So, you had to walk past a lot of professional people. That's so, right, yeah. You you know, you and all of in. my neighbors eventually moved away from me because I was too loud. Yeah. So you, you put your suit on, you get your briefcase, you walk into work, you know, you, you're well, fixing your tie. I didn't tie. have a suit and you a briefcase. You go upstairs, you say, hi, hi, Janine, hi, Bill, hi, Mike, hi, Chris. Like all the people, they all yeah. like, they like, they're holding their cups of tea and they pass you in the corridor and you drink a hey, bit slugger. of... Hey, yeah. Slugger. Hey, oh, yeah. Good morning, great champ. Great to see you. Yeah. Another hit video last night, I see. Oh, great job. <laughs> and then um, they, they, you know, then you, you nod at them, you smile, you sit down at your desk and you start tap, like grinding away, tapping away. And then yeah. at five o'clock, ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. time to go home. You stride out. Bye, Janine. Yeah, <laughs> Then I slide down a slide onto the back bus. Off, yeah. Back off along. Yeah, striding happily home. Back in. Hey, honey, I'm home. Yeah. Uh, oh, your dinner's ready. Oh, and then the kid comes along. Hey, daddy, look, I drew a picture of you. And it's like, you know, it's that's how your life was. Now, yeah. uh, you wake up on the sofa. Now the Spanish flea just plays constantly in the background while I just mosey about my lazy ass day doing shit like all out of order. And nobody likes me anymore because I'm lazy and a piece of shit. I just sit in my garage all day being angry at wow recently wow and now it's it's really depressing i, I miss working in an office in a funny way when when well, you, yeah, yeah. you get to know Sometimes. people and they're like I, when i come down to visit you guys i'm always like this is great like you actually there's just other people to talk to and work with all around and they're all like-minded and you're all oh i know but the great. thing is i always I, i'm always like that at first and then if i'm there for a couple of days i'm like wow this would really do my head in after a while why like, it would really grind me down i don't like it's just being around too many people all the time like it's just too much you're you're you know? a, you're, you're an isolationist you're like a, a no it's, a it's not even it's not even that i think it's just like well maybe i am actually yeah <laughs> maybe i'm just an old hermit <laughs> that's fine you're welcome you could take the hermit yeah. out of canada but you can't take the hermit out of the <laughs> hermit He's a hermit, all right. <laughs> Take Kermit out of the <laughs> No, I don't know. Like, I, like, I've worked in offices before, and there's definitely a honeymoon period with offices. Okay, like, you, you start in an office, and you're like, this is great. You know, everybody's good. Everybody's really competent at their jobs and stuff and nice, and everything works well. And then you're there for a couple of months, and you start noticing the cracks, you know? things don't start to like not add up you're like wow this person is actually a bit of a jabroni you know this stuff doesn't actually work as well as it yeah first seemed to it's a bit of a mess you know there's a lot of politics there's a lot of like obstructive assholes preventing me from just doing my job and stuff and like it, it becomes like that i'm not saying that like every office is like that but certainly the offices i've worked in have been like yeah. that. yeah the problem I have is people get sick of me after a couple yeah. of days because I never shut up and I'm in the office. <laughs> oh. I'm always talking. I'm distracting people. I appear to be having You're like the office clown. But I, I appear to be having far too much fun. So I'm the guy like if I'm in the office, I'm doing my job, but I'm also having fun and having a laugh and talking to people while I'm doing it. And you're not supposed to do that. No, you're meant to look like job. like I never understood. Like it's a looking miserable busy. Grind. Yeah, you're meant to be going. That's right. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh god, tapping oh. away. Yeah. And I'm not like that. I'm like, work done. Hey, guys, 
Did you watch so-and-so last night? How about that sports team in that game of sports? Ah, you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And the boss the boss will have their like glass office with a little blind, and I'll just see them peeking through the blind, looking at me, thinking he's having too much fun. He's, he's obviously doing fuck all. He should be miserable. That's the whole purpose of employment. Yeah, we, we, don't, we, don't want, we don't want chatters here. We want fucking seat warmers here. Exactly. That's what we want. We don't want them talking to each other. You know, we got to make it look like we got a lot of people under us doing really important shit. That but actually, is definitely the psychology of, of it is, yeah. the workplace. And it's a real shame. And it's something you have to actively fight against in your life. You know, I think well, having, you can't, though, because they, they'll, they'll just fire you. Yeah, because well, they don't want somebody who's going to speak up. They uh, just the, want like the last two jobs I've had. I got I got uh, I got let go well, because they were like, you look like you're not doing much. I was like, well. You're wrong. Well, that's an art form, yeah. though. It's an art form to um, appear. Yeah, you should like, These toilets don't clean themselves, guys. It's a little bit Jeez. like Scotty in Star Wars, Star Trek, right? <laughs> Where it's Scotty comes back for an episode of TNG. Yeah. And he says... He was caught know, in the uh, never transporter tell the loop. Never yeah. exactly how long it's going to take. You don't say it two hours, laddie. You say <laughs> it. And when he says get it done sooner, you get it done in I two. I think Scotty did more work than Jordy did, though. What? Are you yeah. mad? Jordy was a fucking slacker. Like, he just Dude, sat down Jordan, there and no. polished his hairband no. visor thing. How dare he did, you? He didn't do shit. He does And then a he lot. spent the rest of the time just thinking about how he was going to, like, creep on girls in the holodeck. <laughs> Oh, You're God. thinking about Riker. That is one of the biggest things I actually think that is not addressed at all in in, in Star Trek. Because most of these the TNG was done before the internet, right? And the amount of times people have private holodeck programs with literally sex fantasies featuring other members of the cast. And no one thinks that's weird. It's, it's really weird. It's, it's like so common. And though. even weirder when somebody bursts into the holodeck and they find out that you're actually having sex with virtual them. And it's like, I didn't authorize that. Yeah, that would be fucking weird. I never weird. got the permission form for that one. You know, Riker's just in there getting it on big time with like Picard. Riker's got a, you know, Riker's got a simulation where all yeah. the women on the <laughs> ship have to fuck him on the holodeck. Like he's fucking them all and they're all going, oh, Riker, you're the best. And Captain Picard would be like, the bridge to Riker. Where are you? Just, just fucking every single person on the ship, Captain, in the virtual yeah. world. Um, and you meanwhile, know, this meanwhile is... Picard's in there riding a pony around a yeah. fucking Welsh reading field. A book. He'd be yeah. reading a book in the holodeck. I've got a simulation where I sit calmly in a room and read a book. And Riker's like having a fucking cocaine and hookers party on the holodeck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like that uh, guy from uh, Die Hard, you know, the, like the first Die Hard. The beard. Remember uh, that guy? Alice, Alice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hands, Booby. I'm your white <laughs> <Booby>. knight. <laughs> yeah, sorry, uh, I know that film a bit too well. That's like, it's a classic. It's like the ultimate, ultimate Christmas movie, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Always on love around Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, what else have we been doing? I went to Jamescom in uh, Germany. Jamescom is that James Cordner's own convention? James, yes. Uh, we all have to worship and kiss pictures of him. Oh, it's, nice. it was magnificent. It was a nice nice convention. Oh, good. Uh, I had a good time. It was, there was a couple of good stories out you there. You didn't really and... actually do much at Gamescom, though, didn't you? You like you went out into Cologne and went to art galleries and stuff. Yeah, I've, uh, day one, we went. Uh, me and Duncan and Shin went. Um, we had to do this. Well, we didn't have to. We wanted to do this thing with, to see the new South Park game. Right. Uh, the Fractured Butt Hole. And, the what? Uh, Excuse me. Nice. The fractured butthole. Yeah. What's that? It's a South Park game. Very much like the original South Park game, except for they developed this um, Oculus Rift thing to go over your nose called the Nodulus Rift, where basically <laughs> when you fart in the game, oh my it god, it farts in your face, and it's basically an elaborate troll come up that has been invented by Trey and Matt and I guess the marketing people to get a load of journalists and and just fart in their face. And so, man, it was it was pretty funny though. So we went there, and b- before we went there, I was uh, Duncan and Shin. You know that thing where you're out with your friends, and you're like, "Oh, where shall we eat?" And they're like, oh, "I don't know. Where do you want to eat?" It's like, "I don't know. Where do you want to eat?" They were doing that. So I found a place on TripAdvisor that did really good herring, mm. and oh, when yeah. I suggested it to them as a joke, they said, "Oh, that sounds fine." And I was like, "Oh my god, okay, f- great. Let's get them to eat herring." So it's, I, I kind of wanted to do it as a troll, really, and so we went there sat down and they ordered like the most stinky herring i've ever 
you know i've ever imagined and i felt so ex- i was the last to order does herring smell like kipper yeah it's a lot like str- oh. it's a strong tasting bony fish God damn. and anyway the way it was ordered was that you know duncan shouldn't have got these little mustachey beard things and you know they were just gonna get herring all over them oh man so anyway they they hated me after that we went we went away from that just kind of duncan was like he couldn't get the smell of herring out of his out of his like fingers and stuff and out of his beard and then we went to the south park thing where they strap the thing to your face and fart on your, fart on your face but the way, the way it works is it sprays this horrible farty liquid Mist. onto your face Ugh. um oh. and honestly like it, it would not leave. The smell would not leave for about, I'd say, about 36 hours. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was horrific. So you so, guys just smelled like farts the whole time you are at Gamescom. Some people were, like, retching and being sick. Um, we, we were just... A, when we had, we had the combination of fishy, herringy smell plus... Oh, my God. ...fart smell. We didn't smell like farts. We kind of could smell farts, All though, the time. For, for about a, over a day afterwards. It was, it was absolutely foul. Um, and the worst thing that was, after all that, they lost the video. So they they gave us a USB drive with our video on it, but it was empty. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know if there's going to be a video of that. Oh, my uh, God. I recorded it on my phone. So that's that's really high really quality. Good, shit. I guess. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I might, I might put it out somewhere if I can tidy it up. But yeah, that was. Do you know what? It was it was a. It was a day to remember, is all I'm saying. God. But holy fucking shit. Like, I do not recommend ever doing that again. Ugh. Or at all. Nice. And the other two days, I didn't do really go to... not do the fart thing. I didn't actually go to Gamescom. So we went to Gamescom for a day, walked around, looked at all the games. Me and Duncan ended up playing physical card games more, though. Because there's a Gwent... A hot, a oh, Witcher oh, Gwent. Oh, yeah, the Witcher thing. Yeah, yeah. Making Gwent as a, a digital collectible card game. And so we, we played the physical version of that because they, they were they were so booked up. When me and Duncan went over there, they were like, yeah, we can't fit you on t- until seven. So me and Duncan were like, oh, hang on, we'll just crack open one of your free Polish beers and play the physical version. Because they had this massive wooden Gwent table there that they've been touring around the world with, with really nice sets of cards. So we played a few games of that, had a beer, and then we went and played some other games, physical card games. It was really weird, actually. So we didn't play a single video game at gamescom it turns out and you then, don't like video games much so i loved cool. it I, I was thinking do you know we should maybe go to the board game convention they have every year because they have wow. one in germany called i think it's called spiegel or something because you see spiegel convention <laughs> yeah you, you, that's what it's called yeah. like, you see it on the front of these board games that you buy you know it's like spiegel winner yeah. Or something like that. They love a board game in Germany. Man, they yeah, they, well, they made love Germany made the Settlers of Catan. They didn't did, they? and Carcassonne, and a ton of other. Still games. a national pastime for them. To well, this play is that something game. I really want to do. I really want to make a board games channel or something oh, like that. And I also, I feel right. like I want to play more sort of live action because we do games night, which is great. Yeah, but those are very simple games, aren't They're they? They're very simple, but we're, we're starting to do longer form ones that are you know maybe like longer like three quarters an hour an hour and i feel like if we're going to do those videos we can't put them all on the yeah, main channel longer games. it's better to put the first yeah. 15 minutes on the main channel then if people like it they can go and watch another hour of it or maybe a second game of it elsewhere yeah rather than you know having hours and hours of stuff on the main channel that doesn't really feel very good so uh, and also i'd like to do sort of strange stuff like i think if we went to spiegel i'm not even sure what it's called spiegel and something like that um, I think we, Spie- we, Spiegel means talk. I don't isn't even. It? Spielen is is game. Uh, Steven Spiegelberg. <laughs> Spielen. Spiegel Convention? is the newspaper. Oh, Der Spiegel. Oh yeah, it is. I can't remember what it's called. It's called something like that. Anyway, it's in. Right. It's in oh, do you know we'll, what we'll the, the Spiegel means? The mirror. So Spiegel is a mirror. Oh right. That is it is German newspaper. So it's not. It's definitely not that. Anyway. I'm talking uh, to the man in the Spiegel. I'm excited to do that. I, I, so I've been thinking about that. <laughs> Thank you, Sid. Uh, uh, no problem. I just thought I'd fill no you problem. all in quickly with that, just in case you had anything to say about it. Um, but but linking to that, I did actually play quite a lot of this game on Steam this week called Duelist. Duelist? Oh, yeah. I saw Kibler playing that. He's do, He did a couple of sponsored streams of it, but he, he was saying that it's actually very good and he liked it's it. It's very, it's like a, yeah. It's a bit hearthstone isn't it? It's, it's free very to play hearthstone too, right? the model. I mean, yeah. it feels so hearthstone You know, you start off 
you get, get one mana per turn, you spend them on creatures that have three, four, when they hit each other, their lives go down, you have buffs and burn spells so, and all this stuff. And so do you rate it? Is it uh, good? I've played it a little bit. I, I, I don't think I can, I don't think I can get into it too much, but I, I like the idea. I like the pixel art. I like the feel of it. And so who knows? Maybe I'll come back the, to you next um, week. There's the I'll Elder Scrolls um, that's card right, game yes. as well. That's, that's meant an to be interesting one, okay. the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit like Hearthstone, but it's on two sides. That's right. There's so like lanes have, in it, right? Yeah, there's two, there's a left and a right side of it. And, and obviously if you play a taunt minion in one lane, you won't be able to taunt from the other lane, do you see? Yeah. So yeah, that's it's an interesting I don't think, mechanic. I don't think that game will be popular in Germany, or it shouldn't be anyway. What, Elder Scrolls? No, the Duelist. Duelist, oh, maybe but it not. Sounds like, no. It sounds like Duelist when you say it. Like, like, oh, oh I God. See. So I, I, Gosh, uh, you know what yeah. I mean? It's a little close du- to home. Duelist, du- Let's play yes. the Duelist. <laughs> Not oh again, Fitz. No, <laughs> no, we spoke of this. <laughs> oh fuck me! Uh, sorry, yeah, so, no, no, I've heard of it. It's a, it it looks it looks pretty cool. Actually, I might check it out. I feel like right. when it comes to all of these card games, uh, Gwent, the Elder Scrolls one, Duelist, all of these games, and and also to some extent other games that Blizzard have done extremely well. When they're coming into a world where Hearthstone exists, I feel like they're gonna really struggle to ever compete it feels like people are thinking holy crap look how much hearthstone is making look how many people it's got in yeah look how big it is let's make one let's they think that there's a this. big market for it but you know I, I feel like it's it's never gonna be that you know world of warcraft still exists it still does really really well with a subscription model and it's the only one it sure it's got microtransactions honestly microtransactions have you seen the because the new day is yeah, yes, 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 out. Yeah, I heard tweeted about, that, about yeah. it the other day. Oh, by the way, yeah, speaking of tweeters, I got my verification tick. Oh, nice! I'm very happy oh, about congrats. that. Holy yeah. shit, man! Yeah. Congrats! And now, now when you tweet, people take. Do you people someone take at note. Ti watched the? I, no, uh, I'm serious. Yeah, someone at Twitter watched the international and yeah. verified you. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, that's I mean, probably what happens. I was very happy. Cool. But I, I tweet. I was tweeting about that the other day. The whole uh, fucking yeah, Deus Ex. The Deus Ex single player. Like, but someone was like, oh, "If you don't like it, just don't, don't buy it." Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, but that sets a really shitty precedent of, "Hey, put this in the game," and then more companies put it in the game, and then you don't have a choice. Yeah, you got well, to look stamp at Battlefield on this One. Shit. The Battlefield One Ultimate Pass costs a hundred and nine pounds. Wow. That's like the game and like early access to maps. I mean, what? Early access to maps for fucking real? Yeah. Like make a fucking game, put maps in it and fucking release it. Like what is what is this? Like what's going on? Yeah. Why do we have to pay extra for maps and shit? And like, what happens? People, so dumb. The, you can't find those maps. Like if you think about that Star Wars game that came out, what was it called? Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront or whatever. Yeah. That came out. And uh, apart from the fact that it, it was a fun enough game, like it was okay. It was a little fast paced. Right. They could have yeah. slowed it down. It was just a bit fucking let's run at the speed of light, but whatever. That came out. And then with the, if you didn't have the extra maps, you couldn't play those, you know, those extra, those extra maps. But the thing is, because so few people bought the more expensive package, yeah. if you had bought it, there was no fucker playing those maps anyway. <laughs> There's no games. Yeah. There was literally you could not stupid. find a full server because nobody bought the extra thing. It was ridiculous. They have to think of that shit when they come no, up. No, they with don't this care. Stuff, Honestly, these 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 models like pay pay models are so kind of weird and confusing now. And I, I think it's partly just exploitative. They just they just charge whatever they can get away with, and 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 since everyone's doing it, they're like, well, if everyone else is doing it, we have to do it too. But they, you know, but if, yeah, if, but they're looking at models that work, and 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 then making versions of that that don't. Like, you know, there's microtransactions in Dota. You know, like there's there's microtransactions in WoW, and I think those models work well because yep. they don't actually take away from the game. You get the full game. You're not paying for extra features in the game. You're just paying as a fan for cosmetic things yeah. that, you know, like, just, I mean, it, it's a way of, and that this was one of the things about wow, that I've always thought was interesting is that people like to show off the shit they've got and other people in the game have to look at that stuff. So if you've got a fancy cosmetic in Dota, especially like an unusual one, a rare one, when you're playing the game, everybody sees it and they're like, Oh wow, that's so cool. And you're like, yeah, it's my, my cool little thing here. <laughs> what do you think? You know, that, that, that element of it, people love that. Yeah. Like being able to, to show off something that they've got. It's like showing someone your comic collection or something. Yeah. So, it, and it taps, it, it taps into the, this like, you know, traditional 
you know, a lot of a lot of people who play card games like collected yeah. cards when they were younger and stuff like that, and they wanted all the hologram exactly. cards and stuff. You want to you want to cool. have the cool collection. It's fine. Like that 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 is like a you know a tangible thing yeah. that people enjoy and people are willing to spend money on. And as long as you have the game and all of its features, cool. Yeah. Who cares? You know, like the, it's like an in, optional in thing. In this Deus Ex thing, you're buying ammo and a gun. It's like consumable things. Yeah. So you buy them and that's that. You know, you're, you're buying shit in game. Yeah. It's just I, fucking I, lame, man. It's so It's pretty awful. lame. Yeah. I think like uh, the the season pass thing as well. I think there's ways of doing that where it, it makes sense. You know, like like Fallout 4 when it came out, you could get the season pass, Right. right? And and they gave you a vague idea at, of the DLC that was coming out. You know, it was like, there's going to be five DLCs. They're going to come out every month for like the last five months of mm-hmm. whatever, 2016 or something like that. If you get the season pass now, you get them all like, you know, and and all together, it works out slightly cheaper right. if you're just going to buy them and all if, anyway. And if you're a big Fallout fan, you know exactly. you're, you're going to get it because you know it. you're going to want to play and get some more value out of the game, right? And then... Yeah. You know, and and that's 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 a fair enough way of doing it. I think that that's that's fine. But if you don't get the season pass, you just have the option of picking and choosing the DLC that you want to get, and they vary. You know, in Fallout Four, there's 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 DLC that's heavy on story, like one of them, and then the, there's one coming out next week that again is like a new like area with story and factions and stuff. And it's you know you probably get a lot more value out of that. Yeah. You know, some of the season pass stuff where it's like you can get exclusive access to a new map two weeks before anyone else and stuff. And it's like, really? Like, is that actually worth well, anything? What's the point? Like, like especially, anybody fucking Because if, if they don't have it, how the fuck are you going to get a game? Like, that's the thing. It'll be an empty server. It's that's really stupid. dumb. Like, it just it, it just seems so fucking half-baked. Like, I, I don't know. I hate it. I, I don't agree with that at all. To but. change the topic, Kate Middleton, yay or nay? Well, I, I'm going to firmly say yay. She just popped up on my Twitter feed. She's got the best hair. Seriously. She's got sweet hair. Man, she just, she gave birth and she walked out five minutes later and her hair was like fucking top notch. Amazing. How? Good, even. good breeding sips. They're, it they're gets fucking, us it gets fucking sweaty in there. And like, there's a lot of yelling and stuff too. A lot like, of yelling. That's going to yeah. frizz your hair up, but not her. Amazing. She's very regal. She is. Very royal. Yeah. She'll yeah. she make a cracking queen. She really will. Do you think, do you think William on the, on the other end of things is is a heartthrob for women no i think he's just a good lad you think he's a good guy yeah and he's a he's bold so i respect him even more he's doing uh, it. Yeah. he's doing it i don't it. think he would like to, to people i don't think he would like to be called bald he's, he's no he's bold he's aggressively resisting baldness doesn't matter he's losing in, the battle. i don't know is he actually resisting it though like he seems to be embracing he's just it. he's, he's, he's cut like it real a, short he's gone he knows what's up he's not trying to grow it out he's not hiding it yeah. he's clearly bald no. on top he's got a bit at the sides yeah. he's going for a picard doesn't give a hoot. He's going for he's going for the Picard. Yeah, yeah. good for him. Yeah, good, good for him. Good luck to him. Good luck. Oh my goodness. So what else yeah. have you guys been doing? Been playing any games? You've been looking at. You've been what you've been doing? I've been playing Fallout a lot. I've been playing. I started playing Hearthstone a lot again recently as well. Been enjoying it though. Not like playing it the way I used to. Just like just fucking around doing you'd be making your own your own dicks. trying to build up my my collection you know i want to get like all the legendaries so that i can make even wackier fun decks to play around with so yeah i'm just enjoying life between ranks 20 and 15 right now just just fucking around and having a good time i play like five or six games a day it's pretty nice i don't like get too angry except for like when there's like a tremendous amount of bullshit involved. <laughs> yeah, um, I quite like doing the quests. I built up a shitload of coins and bought the expansion with um, just daily wow. quests, and that felt that felt good to do. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been playing two games above all. I did a bit play a bit of RimWorld yesterday, which was fun. Oh, nice. I love that game. Right, but um, Dota two obviously went the whole two weeks we were away. We didn't have access to computers to play. So I just had to watch Shit. other people play it for two weeks. So I came back and immediately started playing. New Hero came out, Underworld came out, or Pit Lord. So he's out um, on the 20th. He came out two days ago. Holy crap. Oh, he, wasn't he meant to come out like months ago? No, they, they always save it for TI. It was like a big reveal. Oh, right. Okay. They had like a VR version of him on the stage. I think it was, it has it was been awesome. a very, very long delays since yeah. heroes new there's heroes been a come big out, brew up for him to come yeah. out because i remember when i was i mean playing, they used they to be adding new heroes relatively regularly and now it's been very very slow well I mean, no. when was the last hero added before well techies. it would have been techies, techies. Yeah. So, uh, TI4, that would have been. a whole year 
between no, new TI4, eras. No, TI4, guys. TI4. Techies was TI4? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So it's been two, two years. Two years, yeah, yeah. So it was like a big That's deal. Crazy. Everyone's expecting Pitlord at TI5. No, TI6. But TI6, they announced a new hero. Wow. Brand new hero. Oh. So you've got Pitlord, and now there's this Monkey King that's coming out, and they had like a, this huge reveal. It was incredible, actually. You're in the, there's like 17,000 people in the arena, and this hush descends, and the stage goes dark. And these guys run onto the stage dressed as like monkey tiger things. And they're like dancing around and they're doing all kung fu with swords and everything. Everybody's thinking, well, this is nice. But it's in keeping with the theme they've had over the week of like drums and things. So we just thought it was like a dance thing. Right. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the stage, this face starts to appear on the LED stage screen. It's like this weird face of a hero that you clearly don't recognize. And we realize collectively that there's a new hero, like a brand new hero in the game. And people were losing their fucking minds, good, like they're just screeching. And then all of a sudden they played this Source Filmmaker video with him in it, showing off some of his powers and sort of, you know, telling his story and everything. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Nice. Everybody was very excited. So he's coming out. Uh, I, would, I would give it a good few months. But uh, apparently there's like a big new patch coming out called The, the Journey or The Path or something. He's going to be in that. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of big. It's a big deal. A brand new hero in Dota. This is a big, this is a big thing. Well, I mean, after nice. Tickies, there were a couple more, weren't there? I mean, we had... Oracle, Winter yeah, Wyvern, Oracle and Winter and Wyvern, and, but they weren't like the big ones. Like everybody was waiting on Techies, and then you had Pit Lord because those are like the big. I mean, Oracle and Winter Wyvern are not heroes well, to get excited about. I think about. the big thing about this is that the, the, these heroes are all of the ones from the original Dota. Yeah, now, right? now so, we've shipped them all. That's it. I mean, Apart previously you've got Gamble, to understand that almost all of the mechanics in the game as well were repeatable in the old Dota. So. I mean, you've got to understand that Warcraft 3 was the engine that, that Dota was built on originally, and all of the abilities and all of the effects were, you know, that's a 10-year-old, more than 10-year-old game. Oh, where, God, yeah. And that all came these, out in, like, 2001, yeah, 2000, and so a lot of other games that have used a newer engine, like uh, even Heroes of New Earth and uh, League of Legends, they, these are old games too now, by, by, you know, by any measure. I mean, even Dota 2 is you know, came out in 2010 was the alpha. Yeah. You know, the, the, we're talking about fairly old games here, but the, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that any, all the Dota 2 heroes have yet to use mechanics that the new engines would allow. Um, so, so Monkey King is supposed to be a hero, which will impact the game in a way that we haven't, hopefully haven't seen before. So new heroes from now should be providing innovative effects. Yeah. Um, so I, for one, want to see a hero a little bit like Flux from... Uh, Heroes of New Earth, which was a really fun, it's fun like a hero sieging that pushed you, like a... pushed you back, pushed heroes back and forth, so you could uh, you could switch between yeah. attack, right, pushed right. heroes away, or pulled them towards you, stuff like that. Like fun, fun. He was a fun hero. So. Yeah, I, I, I've thought for a while that they could do new, like you said, new heroes because they're not limited by the crappy sort of abilities of the, I say crappy, obviously, but I mean the relatively speaking, the, they're not restricted anymore. They're not like, how do we make this work with the mod and the code? And we can't do this. And we can't do that. And yeah, like you said, like a bunch of the mechanics in the game are literally leftovers from what they had to do as a workaround to get the mod to work. And we still have them. So I guess that with, they could do completely new heroes. They do all kinds of weird new stuff. Yeah. It would be good to see, it would be good to like, look, you know, liven up the game a bit. It just feels like for me, Dota, like sometimes stands still a bit too much and doesn't get enough additions when, when they could, they could be adding a lot more um, things, you know, heroes to the game. I hope it felt they like, don't. you know, I hope the don't. game was a lot fresher back in kind of a no, couple no, of years they, ago. They, when they, they were add new items. It takes a while. The balance, the balance of the game is very fragile. And I think that it's very easy to tip it and ruin it. And they don't, so they shouldn't do that. who's the broken, overpowered hero of the day At now? the moment, I think Marana is right up there. Yeah. She, the, very slight nerf recently, but she got an Ags upgrade. That means that when you get Aghanim Scepter on her, she, you know her Q, the Starfall that makes the arrows go, yeah. yeah. She gets that for free as a passive ability every eight seconds. What so the fuck? what you do is you buy a Blink Dagger, you blink in, ethereal blade someone press q you get your star storm that you just cast the passive star storm plus the ethereal blade damage and then you can dig on them if you want and they just blow up like insta kill any fucking hero it's kind of ridiculous that sounds That's crazy that sounds broken. um yeah. sounds fun though. it was stupid and they've slightly changed it but uh yeah there, there are a few heroes that you see a lot but it's the game at the moment like everybody's agreed this is the best it's been well, yeah because wasn't the, the, wasn't the, the um, actual like um the the roster of heroes used in ti like wasn't it like 
like 125 out of 140 heroes were used or something? Three or four heroes that weren't used. That's it. Yeah. Out of all of the that's, 100, that's crazy. 112, yeah. oh, geez, I can't even write it. It keeps changing. That's yeah. pretty That's pretty good. It's amazing. It's impressive, yeah. yeah I haven't I, played Dota for months. Well, geez, I'm kind of tempted to I, play the, it, the but I don't Dota want to. The original Dota is still going and still patch. We're trying to patch in line, but I think I can, currently the original Dota is at 6.83. Do you remember that patch, PFLEX? 6.83. Yeah, is that the Troll Sniper patch, 6.83? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's where the original Dota has been left in that hell Maybe that's the worst place for it as well because it's just going to die I off for good in that I think that's how you patch. stop people playing Dota 1 and force them to play Dota 2 is leave it in the yeah. sniper patch for the next 10 years. Eventually they'll quit. Yeah. Man, oh man. Not that anyone's still hanging around in Dota 1, really. Oh, yeah. Some Only people are. I think it's still played in China maybe. quite a bit because uh, right. the Source 2 engine in is kind of... Source stuff. 2 engine is quite uh, PC intensive. Right. Um, and probably in Russia as well. But yeah, Dota 1 will still run on pretty much any machine. Right, well... That actually is all we've got time for in this podcast today because I have to go prepare for Insomnia 58, which is happening tomorrow. Oh, God. Nice. Uh, and we also started late due to Puflex's jet lag, but we will hopefully it wasn't, be No, it's a hangover, Lewis. Next Don't time. Don't dress it up. I was hungover. It's a hangover. It's a combination. He was hung. Of he was hung hard. Many, many problems. <laughs> uh, I'm around next week. Are you guys around? Let me check my yeah. calendar. Hold on. Legion's out next week, so I'm around for sure. We'll talk about this afterwards. All right. Uh, we can't promise you podcasts every week. That's all. All right. Love you all. Thanks. Bye. Love bye. you. Bye. 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 bye.